Hello, hello, hello. Hello. Welcome back to the channel. This is Velvety. And it's another episode of Black Woman's Take on BTS. Now, today's episode is going to be about how I became a part of the BTS army. So sit back if you got time, listen to my story. Um, I actually, before becoming a part of the army, I actually saw BTS um, once. And they were on the Billboard Awards singing Fake Love. Oh, it was American Music Awards. I always get those two confused. I, but it was where they performed Fake Love. And at the time, I was, uh, I don't know, you know, American Award shows, they can go on for a long time. This is back when they used to go on, seem like forever, like three hours, three hours, three and a half hours plus. So... I like halfway through um, I went in the kitchen doing random stuff and then all of a sudden I heard screaming coming from the TV so of course I'm like what is that what what is you know what's going on so me having DVR because I did you know I I went back and um, rewind it to see, you know, what was going on. And I see these guys on the TV and I'm like, okay. I, it, was, it was just an immense amount of screaming. And I was like, well, who are they? You know, they're, they seem to be um, very popular. You know, people know them. Well, I know, you know, most of the audience knew them because they was freaking out. And so when I rewind it back and then I saw like, you know, a little... I guess introduction of them and I'm like okay I don't know who these guys are but uh, wow they seem really popular the crazy thing is is that I've never seen an Asian act on an American award show because there's never been one so here I am thinking that they are you know, it's via satellite from their country or they're on tour somewhere. And so, you know, because sometimes you have that happen where you have artists might be in another country at the time or they're on tour. So they couldn't physically be there in, you know, the auditorium of the awards. So that award show will have it via satellite, their performance via satellite. So that's what I'm thinking was happening, not realizing they were actually there. And so I went to Rwanda. I was like, wait a minute. I think they're really there. And I was like, I don't know who they are. But they sound, you know, they sound good. I was like, wait a minute. They are incredibly uh, uh, cute, pretty, you know. And I'm like, okay. I don't know what's happening here. But the audience seems really freaked out. So I didn't really get a, a, a good hear of the song. But from what I heard... Um, it sounded good. So what I did was I looked up the song. Now, this had to be 2018. During 2018, 2017, somewhere along there. So I'm in my work bubble. This might have been 2017 or so. I'm in my work bubble because had I would have looked them up and done further research, I would have been probably part of the army back then. 
but I didn't. I just looked up the song. I said, okay, their name is BTS. Song name is Fake Love. Found the song, downloaded the song. I didn't go no further. And I'm a person who likes to research a lot of stuff. Like, I could look up anything just like that. And I didn't do my homework. And, you know, and when I think about it now, I'm like, it, it just baffles me that I did not go any further because anything else, I, I would have gone further with it. But I think that speaks to, um, it doesn't, it doesn't speak to my musical taste. It wasn't that. It was, I don't know. It was, it was just something embedded in me for me not to do it at the time. I don't, I don't know. And I'm a person that has always liked different types of music. It has nothing to do with, you know, that, you know, even though I grew up in a household where you have R&B, um, reggae, some rap was played. My mom had a Madonna album and she had a Teen Marie albums and stuff. So, but was she heavy into other types of music like pop or rock? Or no, she wasn't. And, it, and I discovered those as I, you know, grew up. Meaning 9, 10, <laughs> 11 years old, not, not in my 20s or anything, but early on. So I've always been a person who had an eclectic taste when it came to music so that wasn't the thing i don't i don't know what it was at the time and it's and it i don't know if it's something embedded in us or we feel a certain way when we like something that is not the norm for us meaning black people but it's not it's it's not a it's not a a racist thing it's not uh xenophobic it's nothing it's not that it's just this is the way we were brought up the household we were brought up in and so that's typically the norm of what we usually listen to you know r&b rap reggae calypso you know and if you have parents who was into you know rock or something like that maybe it's not it's not an everyday occurrence that your parents will be you know, into rock or pop or something like that. Not your parents, maybe you, but not typically your parents, not so much. You're talking about black households only, really. It's it's not typical, put it like that. It's not like it's not done. It's just not typical. So I didn't even look them up. I didn't, I, but I love the song. And I even put it on because I like to make these compilations where I have like some of my favorite songs on a playlist and I make CDs. Yes, I still deal with physical CDs and stuff. I I still like physical stuff, you know. Digital is cool, but I still like physical things. So sometimes I'll have, you know, I have my playlist and I'll make my CDs and stuff and and I put the song on there and here I am at the time living in Harlem and I said, you know what? And then the crazy thing is, is I didn't even realize it wasn't in English. That's how good it was. It's that I wasn't paying attention to the fact that it was in another language it just sounded good and it even sounded better once I finally got to actually listen to it <laughs> you know once I finally listened to it, it it sounded even better and I'm like this is it's like it had that that bass I like but then it had that um I don't know musical terms but it just had something that seemed very familiar for me you know, in my musical taste, and 
it just it just has this where you could rock and jam to but it was it was kind of kind of a sad song not not sad but kind of like a it wasn't it wasn't a real real happy happy song but it was like yes like you could tell it had some kind of emotion in it and then I never looked up the lyrics to see what it was saying but I, I figured you know fake love I'm like they must be talking about some kind of fake love and you know maybe they feel a little ways about you know they feeling some type of way about this and know that you you being a little phony over here or something like something's not right here and so it resonated with me at the time so i was bumping it i i, I didn't care you know i was like in harlem you gonna hear this korean i i didn't care and so then 2018 came for me and 2018 was a very rough year um the start of a rough period for me now um at the time i was working a city job um i'll leave their name out of it and i had an injury on the job no fault of mine this was not you know my doing my negligence no it's just you know the type of work I was doing it has its hazards and can be dangerous you know or fatal depends on what area you're in so I had an injury on the job um I never experienced that in my life like getting injured not even as a kid I mean I had my little occasional things as a kid but this was different this was like a injury you know slip and fall injury so it it was a lot to deal with especially when um like a lot of jobs do from what I learned is that you know sometimes when a, a employee gets injured on the job sometimes they like to fight against you or pretty much make it hard for you to you know so you have to prove and prove and keep going to the doctors and prove and prove that you really do have an injury that this is not you know a joke this is not fake this is real so it was a lot because there was a lot surrounding that in the first place you know especially with the job that I particularly had that day and to this day I still regret the fact that I did not call out that day because I wanted to um, for the fact of I didn't have a regular job scheduled so I was just there like I guess you would say like on call and if you know meaning that if something came up then I'll be put on it you know based on my you know seniority of who's there and I wanted to call out I did and I did not and that's me sometimes I don't follow my gut and it was just a bad feeling that day and understandably based on what happened later my feelings were valid of why I shouldn't have went in that day but anyway the year was pretty rough because I went back and forth I had surgery um there was a lot going on I was stressed to capacity that entire year uh, financially, mentally, physically, I was spent. And so that's how my 2018 went from February to December. 
until I returned back to work, which I was not 100% going back at all. The crazy thing is during this time of this injury and I'm telling this part because it all plays into how I later, you know, became army and it was like the best decision I could have ever made. During the time that I was injured, um, I was going through it by myself, period. Um, there were people that I knew on the job, but they kind of stayed away during that time. And I, you know, I, I was, I was a bit shocked at the time, uh, that, you know, I wasn't expecting anything grand. I was just, you know, at least maybe a text like, you know, how you doing? How you holding up? Whatever the case is. I got none of that. So, and these are people that I work with every day and see all the time. And we went through the same training together. No one particular person, um, no, it's not it's not directed towards like one particular person, but it's like all of them. You know, there were some who, you know, checked on me. The ones that I least expect that, you know, checked on me every now and then. And that was cool. But the ones that I expected said nothing. And I remember when I returned to work and I had <laughs> one of my coworkers, you know, she kind of, you know, we, we got into some heated thing and she was like, oh, just say that you're mad because I didn't contact you. It wasn't about you, honey, sweetie, darling, particularly. It was all of you. You know what I mean? It, was, it wasn't like it was particular, like I was expecting something from one person. No, but my thing is, is that the only thing I felt was don't ask me a bunch of questions when I came back. You could have asked them while I was out when I needed that. You know what I mean? There's a difference because it's like once I come back, don't ask me nothing. I don't. I don't want to hear anything. I didn't hear from you in ten months. Don't say nothing now. That's what I. That's what my thoughts was. But anyway, let's keep going. So I went back to work. Everything was not 100. percent And when I went back, I wasn't 100 percent mentally, physically. I just wasn't. But at the time, circumstances and the way things played out, I. I it's almost like I didn't have a choice. So. Uh, I had a choice, but you, you know what I mean. Like it, 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 it. I was like backed into a corner. I, that's 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 the nice way of putting it. Backed into a corner, and so I had to choose one or the other. You know what to do as far as myself go, because if I didn't, I would have risked you know losing a lot of things that I had for myself, which I wound up later anyway. But anyway. Going back, it was very rough. Um, I wasn't 100%. I was worried about things all the time. You know, pe people would know that because they would see me smiling and happy and um, cracking jokes and, you know, just being, my, you know, myself. But I wasn't myself because when I went home, I was a totally different person. Like, I was quiet. I was reserved. I didn't really want to talk. You know, I lived, I lived by myself, so, it, you know, I didn't have to have someone right there, you know, worried about me. But what what people saw at work and what I was at home was two different people. And it started there. And then the following year, 2020 happened and we had a pandemic. Now, my type of job I had, I had to work through the pandemic. And it was really rough, especially when the job that I was on at first told us, like, we couldn't wear masks and if we wore masks we was going to get sent home and that's 
I felt like I didn't care. I wore my mask anyway. I didn't know what the hell was going on. And um, I guess you would just have to send me home if you catch me with a mask on. And then they kind of changed the policy once they realized how serious it was. Like, if we don't see you with a mask, then we're going to send you home. It's like, mm mm-hmm. Like, I still remember when you told us not to wear a mask. But, okay. You know. So. So that year was really rough. Now, at the time, I started noticing that my injury that I had two years ago was starting to flare up. Now, I had surgery, everything. So it was not like once you have surgery, everything is back to normal. It's not. You just mend what was broken but it does not mean that everything is back to normal because it definitely wasn't so I noticed during that time that my injury was starting to bother me my ankle was starting to swell and it wasn't going down and I had a job where I was on my feet a lot I did various climbing just just a lot of stuff physically so to have an injury on your ankle but then have a very physical job that's a very bad combination so I start noticing that but of course as the pandemic there's no doctors open can't do anything about it and once I did you know later on in the year once I was able to go to the doctor and find out what was going on it was what I feared that my injury has flared up again and which is called like a reoccurrence and so I had to go back out work again this time it was it was a lot difficult because the job did not want to acknowledge it. That's the nice way of putting it. So with them not acknowledging it, Work Compensation Board had no knowledge of it. And that means I wasn't getting paid for months on end. Mind you, I live by myself. And where I live, it's not cheap. So we can put two or two together to figure out what went on there. So anyway, I was in... A very weird place mentally at this point you know I don't think it ever the effects of everything that went on fully went away you know having to deal with that and be cautious of where I stepped and look out for anything and I even had PTSD during the time that I was injured in 2018 like I didn't go out for months when it rained or there was any kind of precipitation outside because during the time that I got injured it was snowing raining so it was at a point where I had PTSD for a while where I wouldn't even go out in the rain or the snow and I remember the day that it stopped me in my tracks like I was out and I was coming back home I was close to home and then I saw the rain it started raining when I was getting off the train. All I had to do was walk down the street. But that rain just stopped me in my tracks. And I was just standing right there, like, just at the station, just standing there, afraid to move. And that's when I knew something was wrong. And so, months after that, I didn't go anywhere if it was raining or snowing or anything. So, but anyway, jumping ahead to back to 2021. So, I'm out again. And mentally... I was not, you know, it was a lot because I wasn't getting any money. You know, I still had this injury. I'm out. I got bills. You know, it's just a lot was going on at the time. And so mentally it took a, I took a hard um, 
fall mentally. You know, to a place where I didn't think I would ever go to. So this is the part of the story. This 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 is um it's still it's still a lot because it's still something that I deal with today. Um it just took me down a dark path. Let's put it like this. Um dealing with that and, and being stressed and just having everything go on. I was sh- strolling down a very, very dark path. Dark path. The darkest you can go. You know. If this is triggering for anybody, you um you don't have to continue. But it was it was it was just really rough and mentally I was not the same like I was not there like at home I was just to myself you know uh, quiet just didn't say nothing sometimes I wouldn't contact anyone say anything to anyone wouldn't answer the phone put it on do not disturb like I was just not there then one night random this was may of 2021 around the time that bts came out with butter and so they had already uh lost the grammys i didn't watch the grammys that year did i watch it i don't think i watched it i had it on my dvr to watch later um i recorded it but i hadn't watched it but i did hear about the fact that they didn't win so their names was always floating around somewhere like i was always aware of them i just hadn't dived into them and and got to know who this group is that i keep hearing about i hadn't done that yet until may random conversation i was having at night because i was watching youtube now one thing i did when i was out i watched too much YouTube and and, and I say that not to say too much but I watch an excessive amount of YouTube like YouTube is so addictive you watch one video and then here you go there's recommended and then it keeps going 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 you know and I had I guess I had my set like that that's the automatic preset and then here you go you you watch one videos and here it is four or five hours later you still watching YouTube videos so this particular night I had already I was watching YouTube and I'm watching, you know, I'm looking up old R&B songs. And then what started happening was I was getting recommendations about groups and, you know, old songs of the 90s and 80s, you know, stuff like that. So what happened was I happened upon a Millie Vanilli documentary or videos about them. Now, anybody don't know who Millie Vanilli is, Millie Vanilli, unfortunately, was um, and I say unfortunate because of how it played out. Um, they were a very popular group. They were not from this country. I believe they were from Britain or the UK. And um, they were very popular here where they were winning a lot of awards, a lot of American Music Awards, uh, Billboard Awards, like any awards you can think of, they were winning. They were very, very popular here, two guys. One of them has sadly passed away. Um, but you know, if you want to look them up, you can see more. And what happened was they were caught in a, uh, lip syncing scandal. Come to find out that all the songs that they recorded, even the albums, everything, it was not their voices, which is pretty bad because they don't sound bad. 
when you actually hear them. You know, when you actually heard them. So that was a move on that company. So keep that in mind. Now, I'm watching this and, you know, and I'm, and I'm you know, just remembering. I was like, right, they had some jams, you know, they really did. And at the, for the time, you know, probably if you watch it now, you know, it may not be a thing. But that was the thing that was going on in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s. So <laughs> it definitely sounds different from the music today. So just keep open mind about that if you go to look them up now. Um, so I'm so I had been watching the videos with them and and mind you this. So this is in my head. This has no connection to what I'm about to say next. Because I don't even, you know, now knowing who BTS is, I don't even know how I formed the words to come out of my mouth. So I'm having a random conversation with my mother one night after I'm watching these this these uh videos on Millie Vanetti. And then, you know, we were talking about, I guess, random things, you know, music and the Grammys and the, you know, just just all types of stuff. Just just talking about things in general. And then Somehow BTS's name came up. I don't remember how. Only thing I remember saying something that was that is very silly to me now because I know who they are. I said, <laughs> I said, I hope BTS is not another Millie Vanilli. Now, like I said, this is no disrespect for to. BTS is no disrespect to Millie Vanilli. This is this is it, because I was watching too many videos. Okay, in my mind, but it was like later on at night too. So this was not during a time where my brain is fully, you know. So I said that, and she's like, "Oh, I remember saying, why do you say that?" I said, "I don't know because here it is another group, and I guess this is where." I start to make the connection. Like I said, not knowing anything about them. So this is way before I got into them. So when I, this is, this is me not knowing who they are and have done nothing about them, you know, and it, all because, you know, their names were brought up about, you know, the Grammys, you know, people calling it scammies and stuff like that. And, and I said that I was like, I don't think that they are. I said, I just hope that they, this is what I said to her. I was like, I don't think that they are. And I, I just hope that they're not. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just hope so because it's almost like I was, you know, I, I said it because I don't, I didn't want to see another group or another artist, period, go through that. And so that's probably why, because their names were, uh, uh, very popular everywhere like Millie Vanilli was but they are not Millie Vanilli no I'm not connecting the two together it's just the fact that they weren't from here they were a popular group they were winning awards there were a lot of people who loved them and I was just like I just hope that there's nothing crazy behind that you know what I mean I didn't know anything about K-pop or the K-pop industry music I had never really listened to it I didn't know Psy was k-pop although i had heard a couple of his songs at the time you know at this time but i didn't know that that was k-pop so like i said i hadn't delved into that yet so once i got off the phone with her after making this crazy <laughs> statement i said you know what i've been hearing their names a lot 
and I have seen their fake love and whatever, I'm going to look these guys up and see if they're on YouTube. Maybe they're on there and I can see, you know, something about them or, you know, more, maybe more music from them. I said, I don't know how long they've been out, but let me just look them up and see if they, they're there. So I went to YouTube. Once I got off the phone with her, I went to YouTube. Now here's where the BTS becoming an army down the rabbit hole begins. <laughs> Sorry, I was rambling about everything, but it kind of connects together on how I connected with them now i went on youtube and all i did was put bts in there i didn't put music movie um music video nothing just put bts the first thing that pops up i remember this night very clearly and this was may of last year the first thing that pops up is bts on james corden carpool karaoke I'm guessing it popped up because I had watched previous carpool karaoke's from him with other artists like Bruno Mars and Adele and um, uh, Cardi B and and when Missy and the First Lady was on it, you know. So I had seen some of his carpool karaoke, so I guess that's why it was recommended. The first thing I see is BTS James. I was like, oh, they did carpool karaoke. Okay, let's see, you know, who they are. And so I'm watching it and, you know, they are all in the car. You know, most armies have seen this episode. And so they started to sing their song. The first song that they did was Mic Drop. Now, I'm watching it on my, was I watching it on my TV? I was watching it on my TV. So I'm watching YouTube on a TV, but I had my phone next to me. So I didn't know what they were singing. So what I did was, no, no, no. I wasn't watching it on the TV. No, it was late at night. Nope, wasn't watching it on the TV. I was watching it on my laptop, right? Because I had my headphones in my ear so I could really hear the music. I love, obviously I'm that person who loves to listen to music with my headphones on. Sounds much better. I don't know if you, most people see me, I even got some earbuds on some headphones on my ears because I'm just listening to music all the time. So, I got them open on my head on my laptop and I'm watching it because I remember uh, what I did was I didn't know the name of the song. So what I did was I used Shazam and I Shazammed every song that they did so I can get the name of it. And that's and that's where they got me. <laughs> that's where it started. First of all, the first song that they did was Mike Drop. That was enough. And. I remember because I this this is why I know I was on my laptop because I remember pausing the carpool karaoke, opening up another YouTube tab, and then finding BTS mic drop. When I tell you, it took me so long to get through the carpool karaoke episode because my because the songs that they were doing was so good, I could not stop watching them. Mic drop, I kid you not. I watched Mike drop at least five times before I moved on to the next to, to, to try to continue the episode. I could not get over Mike drop. Mike drop for me speaks to the hip hop part of me. It speaks to the talking shit 
part because they definitely talked some stuff. And so I had the subtitles on so I knew what they were saying. You know, I was reading. I love to watch movies and shows with subtitles so that I can watch a music video and pay attention to the lyrics at the same time. Like I can do that because I've been watching things with subtitles for years just because. Um... And I couldn't get off it. And I knew Steve Aoki. I was like, I know this is about to be crazy. He's in this. Oh, wow. And I couldn't get over it. Guy. And as I was like, who is that that jumped over the table? So what I was doing is as I'm watching the video, I'm trying to uh, match up who they are in the car. And I said, well, which one was that that jumped over the table? Which one of them is that sitting here? And so the thing is, I was like, they look so different sitting here. Uh, in the car, I was like, who's who? The only person that I recognized was RM, the leader, you know, RM. That's a, that's the only one I recognized. I was like, but the rest of them, I was like, you know, they look a little different because, you know, at that, I guess mic drop was a different era, so their hair colors are different. Their style of clothes is different, everything. For what they were in the carpool karaoke, some of them had longer hair at the time and a different color. So... I watched Mike Drive five times. Then I think it moved on to on. And so when I opened up the tab, I shazammed it. I was like, oh, okay, this is on. So I looked for on. And what popped up was the on kinetic manifesto um, video. And when I, I was floored watching that video. Because the dancing was crazy. Now, mic drop dancing was already crazy. I, I, I was like, these guys could dance. And they, they I was like, wait a minute. They rapping too? What, what's going on? I, I did not know what the hell was happening. be honest with you, I didn't know what was going on. I mean, we got dancing. We got rapping. We got some singing. I didn't understand what was happening here. Because you don't get that too much in a group here in America. You don't get the rapper, singer, and and some and some crazy ass dancing. No, we don't get all three. No. <laughs> no. You usually get a rapper, no dancer. A singer dancing, no rapping. You know, you don't get a combination of all three too much. And when you do, it's a lot. But we don't I I, I can't think of last group I could think of that did dancing, rapping and singing was like bbd you know and uh new edition you know that's the last group that i can think of off the top of my head that dance sing and can rap last group the 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 group that comes to mind which is the bomb and they still are still selling out the their shows so there's that so on then they did black swan I couldn't get it. First of all, I couldn't get over on because of the dancing. And then when they did that breakdown, I was like, wait a minute. These guys are serious. And that's what I said to myself. I was like, okay, these guys are serious. I don't know. You know, I'm like, what is what is this? I was like, oh, my gosh, whatever it is, I need more of it. Whatever it is. I, I, I don't know. But I like it. I love the sound. And then. The beat is what got me because that's one thing I love music with a good bass, a good a good beat, a good uh, uh, drop when the, when the bass drop and the beat drop, I love it. So then came Black Swan. Black Swan is like a hip hop R and B 
ballad. It's like a it's like a it's like a hip hop R and B ballad. It's so good. Oh my gosh! And then I watched the video because that's one of the songs that they did. I watched the video. I said, "Oh, hold on. They're cute. Not just cute. They're." I was like, "Oh, wait a minute now. Hold it. Okay, they're a little fine here. What, what was okay? They're they're very good looking. Okay." And they, they wore them black suits. And I said, they can dance. I was like, wait a minute. Is he doing contemporary dance? I said, hmm. I was like, so they don't just do hip-hop dance. They know how to do contemporary dance. They rapping, singing. I said, oh, wow. Now I know why, you know, I keep hearing their name. I said, okay, they're the truth. Okay. So down the rabbit hole, I was slipping. I saw the white rabbit and followed it. Here I was, Alice, down the rabbit hole. And man, when I tell you what what was happening was that when I was watching them. Now, keep in mind that I was still mentally uh, going through some things at the time from being out. But what I noticed that is that when I watched them my mood changed a bit you know with the songs first and so I start you know seeing comments you know under their videos and you had uh, you know army talking about other things where if you like this song you might like this song you know you'll probably like this song and stuff like that so whenever I saw you know a suggestion for a song I would look it up on YouTube and and it would give me that song and a lot of times um it directed me to their channel their Bang Tang TV channel and so I saw a lot of videos of them The crazy thing was, was that I saw from maybe Black Swan and on and Mic Drop. And then I start seeing other videos of them, like um, their older videos. I was like, wait a minute. These are the same guys. (laughs) These are the same guys. I was like, so they start. And so what happened was, once again, I'm getting videos uh, recommended through YouTube and so what it was is I happened upon a video of who are the members of BTS like the story of BTS like who they are the members how they got together and the the challenges they face and everything so I saw one of those first too along with watching their music videos because I was up all night when I tell you I was up all all night all night and for the coming date, like, all I did was watch YouTube, go to sleep, eat, you know, shower, whatever the case is. That's all I did. But I was slipping down that hole. But then I start, you know, knowing who the members were. You know, I start slowly learning the members. First member that I noticed was RM. And that's because he's tall, <laughs> you know, and you notice the tall man first. 
it, it, most most of the time here, you know, height is a thing that you just notice before anything. So I was like, okay. I was like, and I like his stage presence because when I watched Mike Drop, it recommended me to when the time that they performed on Ellen's show and did Mike Drop. And so I noticed him and I was like, wow, he has a real stage presence. Loved when he, you know, came to do his part and mic drop. Baby, watch your mouth. It go back around that part. And then he's standing there. He had a long uh, coat. And then I saw them when they was on Jimmy Kimmel. So I started seeing them on different talk shows, too. And so, you know, I saw them on the talk show. I was like, wait a minute. They were on Ellen. And at the time I had like, I don't know how many episodes of Ellen because I used to watch Ellen a lot. Um, and I had so many episodes of Ellen on my DVR at the time. It was it was ridiculous. If I tell you the amount, you you would think it's crazy. Tell it was like over two hundred episodes. It was, it was insane. It was like I hadn't watched her in years, and I just kept recording, recording. And you, you know, come on five days a week, you know. So it it was it was ridiculous. So, and then I realized later that I had some of those episodes on there. But, you know, what What it was is I had too many Ellen episodes, so I started erasing them. And some of the ones where they were on there, I erased them. And I remember later, like, wait a minute, I think I had episodes with them on it. And I erased it. No. <laughs> you know, once I knew who they, once I got into them. So it, it, it was just a very eventful night that night and I was watching their videos and then I start seeing it was crazy because that's how I happened upon a reaction channel um the reaction channel that I happened upon was what you gotta say on YouTube and it's uh three guys uh Blaze, Nico and AJJ and because when I watch on Somehow it directed me to it, it recommended their reaction to on. So I thought their reaction was so funny. You know, it was it was kind of like my reaction, like, oh, my gosh, this is, you know, it was like one of those like, oh, my God, the dance it, uh, you know, it was like one of those where they kind of freaked out about it, but in a good way. And so I was like, I, I like watching them. And they are part of the reason of how I learned about BTS's other songs that weren't like title tracks. You know, um, they are definitely uh, the reason why, you know, you know, reason how I learned about their other songs besides the ones that they have music videos for, which was like the best thing to discover. Um, when I saw their House of Cards reaction, I was like, first of all, what is this House of Cards? And so then I, you know, saw that it was a song with just the vocal line of the group, which is Jin, V, Jimin, and Jungkook. And I, when I tell you, I was so, and it was a live performance of this. I said, wait a minute, these guys can sing like this? This this is them. I I was like, wait a minute, what is this group? First we have dancing tracks and they're rapping and, and, and telling people to, to, to go screw themselves. Then they got a track where the dance breakdown is so insane, like I couldn't even 
keep up with it. Like I had watched it that many times. It was so good. Then we got Black Swan where they're doing contemporary dance and they are and it's about, you know, artists, you know, losing their inspiration when it comes to music or, you know, kind of having that that uh, that feeling inside. Like, am I still inspired to do music and stuff like that? So and I said, what is this? Group? Like, what is happening with this? Like, what am I missing? Like, what have I been missing here? And so House of Cards floored me. I didn't know what was coming. Like, it was so good. And when I tell you, I watched this performance so many times. First of all, I watched their reaction to it because it really recommended um, their reaction. Once I saw their on uh, Kinetic Manifesto uh, reaction, it recommended another reaction of theirs. And that's how I started learning these songs. So I was writing down the different songs so I can listen to them later and watch the uh, the performance or whatever later if there was a live performance of it learned about House of Cars House of Cars was crazy so crazy I had to share and show the video to my mom I was like mom you gotta see this you know saying that oh my gosh you gotta see these guys like you gotta get into them you know you, you they are the truth this is this is not no BS. This this is real. This is the truth here. And for me, I feel like their music. If you are a person like me, who's who who's who's black, or you are a person of color, and you grew up on certain types of music, there is a BTS song that fits the type of music that you like to hear or that you like to listen to. And so, then I, I saw uh, Sugar. Now it said Agus D. I said, "Well, who is Agus D? Is that his name in the group?" And so I'm like, "Okay." I said, "Wait a minute, which one is this in the group? Because this don't look like none of them that was in the group." And so when I saw who he is, and so that's what made me look up like who are the members of BTS, and that's when I saw the video and it broke down each one. I said, "Wait a minute, Sugar is Agus D." And when he raps by himself, I said, first of all, he raps like that. I mean, I heard some of it in my job. I was like, oh, I think he's the one with the gray hair and the bandana in my drop. I said, OK, I, I, yeah, OK. I was like, this is him by himself. I was like, oh, my God. I was like, OK, so they this serious they are this serious so when i watch the video about all the members you know let me know they've been out since 2013 i was like wait a minute where have i been i've missed this you know like it just it's just bad for me because 2013 was was not that that long ago and i even remember where i was in 2013 and it's like this is what i was missing in 2013 and i remember that i remember 2013 very well that was a rough year too and i was like i could have been with them from the beginning but i didn't know anything about youtube or anything like that like i wasn't a youtube person and social media all that stuff so i didn't know anything about you know youtube for years after that and then you know so i like i said i started seeing all their songs and 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 watching their music video and then i came upon an episode of run 
BTS. No, what it was is it was a short from an episode of Run BTS. It's the very funny karaoke one. Like episode, I think it's like 27 or 30. It's in the early, like, it's even 20s or 30s. Where RM is wearing the king cape, the red cape with the king hat, singing Memories of the Wind. Man, when I tell you I kept laughing at the, I said, what is this craziness? And the rest of the members are dying at him at him singing they are losing their minds i said what is this they were on a show and so once again army helped out and i went into the comments and that's where i saw this is um a clip from their show they have a show called run bts and so I was like, wait a minute, maybe the show was on YouTube. I don't know. You know, like I said, I didn't know anything about they have Weavers or V Live or any. I didn't know anything about that yet. So I had looked up episodes of Run BTS, and you know, some person had like a lot of their episodes of the show on there. So I started watching them and, you know, from the beginning, from episode one. And then I don't know, there were parts of it that, you know, was muted or part of it that seemed like it was cut and stuff. So I start um, seeing the comments and seeing how you can watch that BTS has their own um, app where they have their episodes and different things and bon voyages and stuff like that. So they had their own app. So I downloaded the app and that's when I start watching the um the run episodes and everything. Now I think on the app it didn't have episodes one through ten. So I had to watch episodes one through ten on YouTube. <clears throat> Funny as hell. But the crazy thing is is that's how I start to know who the members were. And got to learn their names and their names who matched up with who by watching that and, you know, watching their videos and then watching documentaries on them and the members. It made me uh, start recognizing who's who when I see them. Run BTS had me cracking up. I couldn't stop. I was like, they are crazy. I was like, this is so crazy. I was like, this is, this is, I was like, this is cool. And I had the subtitles, so I know what they were saying. And I found it to be so funny. And when they went to the, the amusement park in the beginning, that was funny. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy. I was like, oh my gosh, this one, he does not like roller coasters. He was not here for it. He was like, oh no. And then when they did the episode with the school where they was, <laughs> where they had the skit and one of them played uh, the girl, Sugar played the girl, the girl uh, exchange student. I thought that from there on is when I was like, they are funny. This is crazy. What is happening here? And I was just, and what I started realizing was that when I watched them, my mood changed during the times that I watched them like I didn't feel so depressed as I was I felt 
a little better inside. And so I wanted to hold on to that feeling. And I kept watching them. When I tell you I watched them, I watched them like nonstop for months, nonstop. BTS, and, and, and to know that there was nine years or eight years at that time worth of content to watch I did never want um ran out of things to watch so I was able to really get who they were because I watched a lot of stuff and thanks to the armies that were in the comments and thanks to you know channels like what you gotta say I got to learn more about them and not just what's on the surface because at the time that I start watching them butter either had just came out or was about to come out i can't remember if i watched the i know i saw the video after it came out so it might have already premiered or whatever and and i was like oh wow i was like this is i was like oh this is cool i was like this is nice mm, 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 mm. as so i was dancing to it and then, you know, that's when I saw Dynamite and I saw... So, I, those weren't the first songs that I saw. You know, some people think that Americans only know BTS from Dynamite and Butter. I'm like, uh, no. Fake Love was my first song that I saw of theirs. And then Mic Drop was a second song I saw of theirs. Dynamite and Butter didn't come to later on. So, I saw a lot of their songs at that point. And... It was crazy because I kept delving into them and the more I kept watching them, I noticed that my mood was changing. And like I said, I wanted to hold on to that positive feeling that I felt from watching them. And at times where I was watching them, I didn't feel as low as I felt during that time where everything was uncertain. Everything was a mess. And but I knew but for some reason watching them it didn't make things feel so bad even if it was for the moment and so I just continued watching them and kept enjoying them and learning more about them and laughing with them and learning their songs and learning that they are some singers and some rappers and I saw solo content with RM which I was like oh what it, it Wow. The first solo song I saw of his was Joke. Joke had me floored. Joke is a song that I think maybe Army overlooked because Joke should have definitely had more view support for it. I think now it's still only at 18 million and change which doesn't seem like it's a little bit before a bts and a bts member and for them it's it's pretty i mean it's still good it's very good because a lot of people can't even get one million but i think that song deserved um to be heard that's what i think i think that song deserved to be heard and so like I said, it just, it just, um, delved into, you know, I just dove deeper into them. 
And the more I, I dove into them, the more I liked them. The, and then I started feeling a little more positive, even though things around me was falling apart, pretty much. And it just did something to me that I can't describe. I can't describe it. And I will describe it in the next segment. So um, stay tuned for part two continuation. <laughs>